bunch of bullshit. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Craig, and sweet victory is ours. That's right. We got the W. We're going to talk about more, because we got to talk about more, here on show 248. The Raider Fan Convention is right around the corner. That would be Saturday, September 26, 2009 at Ricky Sports Bar in San Diego, California. That's correct. you got to be there because Ricky's is the place to be. I've been there. You've been there. And if you haven't, you got to get there and put your ass at the bar and have some beer with a great Raider Nation that will be there celebrating the second annual Raider Fan Convention. The Raiderettes will be there, of course, and it's next to Bella's locker room. What more can you ask for, man? Raider merchandise and the Raiderettes? I said, damn, that's a great deal. There'll be some Raider legends there as well. All kinds of Raider fans, and it's fun. And the day before a game, that's the bomb. And guess what? Raider Nation videocast will be there as well. That's right. We're going to be taking film of you guys, so bring it, if you know what I mean. Okay, today's show will be the post-game for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right, a very special game, of course, because Randy and I got there there in Kansas City. It was great. Uh, I'll tell you about that and more. We also have to hit the pre-game for the Broncos that are coming to town. That's right, the hoes are coming to town. you got to love it when the hoes come to town because they're all feeling warm and fuzzy. I'm going to tell you why they shouldn't be. That and the bone line and more here on our show, the post game for the Kansas City Chiefs. Good morning from Kansas City, Missouri, Arrowhead Stadium. Third down coming up for the Chiefs. They need two. And a false intercepted by Michael Huff in midfield. And he's dropped on the Chiefs 49-yard line. Here's Castle out of the shotgun. Raiders rush four. Castle throws. Oh, it is intercepted by Michael Huff again. A diving pick by Huff. His second of the game. He has four takeaways the first two weeks of the year. Matt Castle under center. Chiefs down three. Fake the draw. Play action pass. Castle wants Bo left. Russell steps up, throws, it is caught by Murphy out of bounds. First down, Raiders. You can run the ball if you like. They are going to drop and throw, though, pressure screen. McFadden a block. Cooper Carlisle lost his helmet making the block, and McFadden dives out, should have a first down. And we'll hit the two-minute warning there. Russell gone, shotgun. He has uh, McFadden to one side, Miller to the left. He has slot left and Walker right. Jamarcus back, plenty of time, throws down the middle, caught! 
First down, Lewis Murphy. Pardon me, Todd Watkins. Watkins has got it. First down, Raiders on the Chief 15-yard line. O'Neal and McFadden. Russell. They, they, it's a dive outside the flip to McFadden, and he's in for a touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders. They fake the dive to O'Neal. The pitch to McFadden out left, a, ra- a play the Raiders ran here in Kansas City a year ago. It is Morrison and Howard, the two linebackers, a dime defense, play action by Castle, pressured out by Ellis. Ellis has got him. He will sack him back on the 25-yard line. The Oakland Raiders have beaten the Chiefs at Arrowhead for a third straight year. Well, Raider Nation, let me say this much. If anybody out there thinks that in Kansas City, at Arrowhead, you have to go because there's not enough Raider fans there, well, let me tell you right now, the Midwest Raider Nation is the freaking bomb. <laughs> I tell you, I've got to thank you all there from Nebraska and, of course, uh, Missouri and Kansas. I'll tell you, the great Blaine comes in big in the Raider Nation, and we took over the house. It was incredible how much silver and black was represented there in the parking lot at Arrowhead the day of the game. It was incredible. Cars painted, flags flying, people screaming, an incredible representation, and what a hell of a surprise for the Raider Nation videocast when we were there taking video of this game. I can tell you right now, the Raider Nation was confident and we were composed. We were excited, uh, ready to go in and see a good football game. Hospitality, there is nothing better. I'll tell you right now, Kansas City, whether they were Kansas City Chief fans, Raider fans, I'll tell you, the people in Kansas City were incredible, super friendly, super nice, a very welcoming place, and I recommend anyone to travel to this game because the city is actually very, very cool. Very cool. So I just have to say that before I go on to the game. First of all, let me say, while traveling into the stadium, chants of Raiders was heard throughout the parking lot. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Even at the tailgate, the Chief fans are pretty doggone friendly. I was amazed. The Raider Nation was fierce. (laughs) It was pretty crazy. I was amazed. We came in there so loud and proud, I was stunned. And I mentioned to several Chief fans, there is no way you could possibly do this in Oakland. There's no way. The first group of fans started chanting Chiefs. The parking lot would empty out onto these guys, and it would get ugly quickly. Not that I'm proud about it. And that's, of course, allegedly. (laughs) Anyway, the crowd was crazed. Uh, Absolutely great seats. Randy Randy picked some good ones this game. We had a great time. It was kind of warm, but who cares? It It was football, and it was Raider football. So now let us get into the game. I got to mention that this is the home opener for the Chiefs. This is their game, just like last game was our game. This is the game that the Chiefs fans were pumped up for, and they were pumped. There were a lot. It was a sea of red, people. Don't get me wrong here. There was pepper in there, but not much. There was a big sea of red throughout that stadium, 
and they were chanting, and this was their celebration. It was the 50-year celebration of the Chiefs. They had a big hoo-ha and a big baha there in the, the uh, stadium, and it was quite an ordeal to see, really, thinking about it from a, a different fan's perspective. And it was, all in all, the the stadium was absolutely electrified by the Chiefs fans. They w- uh, wanted a good game, and they demanded it, and the team came out to give it to them, and I'll tell you that for sure. I'm not going to bore you with stats because they're all over the internet, but I will tell you this. As a Raider fan in the crowd, it was brutal. Uh, Jamarcus Russell with his first three and out was pathetic with throwing passes directly into the ground and then hurling them over screen, a screen pass to Darren McFadden guaranteed 30 yard gain. Didn't even come close to him. This was the game for the beginning till three quarters of the end. Thank God for special teams. Cause I'll tell you between Janikowski and Leckler, those two guys saved this game. They saved it. The time of possession was incredible. I can't even tell you it's embarrassing. I will tell you this. In the history of the Oakland Raiders, 50 years in the NFL, this is the very first game the Raiders have ever won with a ratio of 160 yards versus the opponent of over 400 yards. This is a first. It's a first in 50 years. So kudos to the Raiders for coming back and being that kind of team that can make that happen. We haven't had it in a long time, folks. We should be happy we have it now. The game was brutal, like I said. You know, you saw it. You watched the game. I know you saw it. But there were bright spots in the game, too bright sometimes to mention. Huff, daddy. He came in huge. Two interceptions. And destroyed their game because if it wasn't for the takeaways, I'll tell you right now, we wouldn't have won that game. Everything fell right for the Oakland Raiders that day. From penalties, which is very surprising, to just situations where the Chiefs could have put us away but just couldn't make it happen. D-Mac was crazy. He was running very well, and his bursts of speeds were fun to watch against the Chiefs' defense. Now, I just want to tell you that Greg Ellis on the defense, two sacks, thank you so much. Welcome to Oakland. Our defense has improved dramatically. Even though they compensated for Richard Seymour, they could not compensate for the massive rush that they were getting. It was good to see that the defense this time was going aggressive all the way, no soft coverage even towards the end of the game, and we had opportunities to keep them from doing anything with the ball from pressure and not just hanging back. It was beautiful to see. I'll tell you right now. Gallery broke his leg, of course. A very bad thing. I'm going to tell you right now because he's going to be out for six weeks. Uh, I think we do have some depth there. I just hope those guys can keep the line. I think they can. It just depends on who they put in the front. I'm not sure who's best. I'm not sure if Satelli's the best guy to have front up front there. But you know what? I think I can say this for sure. In these last two games, Tom Cable, believe it or not, has done an excellent job of coaching a football game. I know. I know what I'm going to hear. I've heard before. He passes too much with a quarterback that cannot pass, and we're going to hit on him too. Trust me. 
He depends too much on the pass and not enough on the run. Even though there's eight, nine in the box, we still gain yards, and that's true. Tom Gable knows his team, and it's the second game of the season. We're playing an opponent that was superhuman because the crowd noise at Arrowhead was crazy loud, and I'm surprised we didn't get more penalties than we got towards the end of the game because I couldn't hear anything. And that stadium was absolutely roaring loud. Second down. So it was cool that Cable put it together, and it was very cool that Jabusto or Jamarcus at this point still barely held on to the ball, didn't fumble it for crying out loud, and had control, little control that he did have, he kept it and didn't lose his composure. Took us down the field, and we scored a touchdown. And we're going to hit on that right now because I can barely stand it. Flag on the play. The pass complete to Darren McFadden. He was tackled by Mike Brown. controversy about Jamarcus Russell. And I'm pissed. I'm a pissed off fan about this guy because he's not like Ryan Leaf or any of the other idiots that he's compared to. He's not like Jeff George or anybody like that. He's not. He's a very talented quarterback that when he decides he wants to play, if you watch his film, it is amazing the type of throws he makes and the power behind them. It is incredible to see the strikes this kid can do when he's ready to play. Like the pressure that he gets put under 
during the last minutes of a game. I think he just loves that adrenaline, or maybe he just needs it. I know this. Jamarcus is going to be our quarterback, folks. There's going to be no Gradkowski things unless Jamarcus gets hurt. That's the only way that's going to happen, folks. We have to sit here with the growing pains of this gentleman until he gets it together. The good thing and positive thing is he can. The positive thing is he has the possibility of improving to be a great quarterback. You know, it's still the jury's still out. I know it's hard to say being <laughs> the quarterback rating of 53, sometimes less depending on what game you're looking at. That's out of 21 starts now. I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it now. If you keep this kid under 25 balls a game, we can win games because our running game is so brutal. Cable needs to learn that right now. And in this game, he went away from the run a little bit too early, and we should have continued to pound the ball because we were making great strides, and our defense was just as tired as ours because it was a hot day. It was a hot, humid day. But uh, back to Jamarcus. You know what? The controversy is over. I've heard them all. What if he throws 300 yards and six touchdowns and we lose? And then he throws 30 yards and we win. You know, whatever the case may be. No touchdowns even. I say this. I would rather have a quarterback could throw six touchdowns in a game or put up 300 yards in the air and lose because eventually your defense is going to have to step up and knock that other team down because you're going to be scoring points, partner. You can be scoring some serious points, and if you and our defense can hang with that stuff. Our team hinges on one guy, and I th- I think it's kind of silly, but it does. This quarterback is the guy. He needs to have more confidence in the receivers and understand this: every team that's played us this season so far has single covered everybody. DHB, single coverage. Lewis Murphy, single coverage. Javon, I'm a worthless piece of shit walker, single coverage. That is the situation that's happening. Jamarcus has the easiest game he will ever have in his life. Chaz Sheelan comes back. It'll give our offense a little more potency because they'll have to double-team him. Zach Miller needs to play more ball because we didn't use him at all during this game. I think we used him one time. But we didn't use him enough, and that's the guy we need to get the ball to. Uh, I know he was covered pretty tight, but he was going to catch the ball no matter what. And where's this Myers kid? Where is this other tight end, and why aren't you using this split back or split tight end set, a two tight end set? Jamarcus can throw the ball straight in front of him. We should have two targets out there instead of just one, and that will give Jamarcus at least an opportunity to throw the ball straight ahead, his easiest pass and his best pass yet. He also needs touch. He needs footwork. The kid needs work. If he can make it happen, if he can, if we can struggle through this, this growing pains of the first two games and he picks it up, if he can just throw it 25 times or less per game and make 50% of those... We should be okay because our running game is phenomenal. And once our running offensive line gets it together and knows their job, which is happening right now, this is a turning point, man. When you're going into that third game of the season, you better be clicking or you're going to be sickened by what happens, I'm going to tell you, because you got to be going down. This is how you start to build momentum. This is how you start to build a future this season because this team – has a great opportunity to take this division. 
the Broncos are not the team they seem to be on paper. No, they're not. And I'm going to tell you why we should win. <laughs> I'll tell you why we should win for sure. So let's go over just some of the good guys and bad guys of this game. These players are players that made things happen and, of course, uh, did something. Like I said before, Michael Huff, I don't need to say anything about him. He's increased his play, and when he wasn't making an interception, he was making it extremely difficult for anything to happen. The guy is all over. He's starting to look a little like Woodson, I'm going to have to tell you right now. If he puts a couple more pounds on, he's going to be very dangerous. Now, I'm the awesome one, man. The guy is awesome. Even with a broken wrist, he came in there and did his job. Had some trouble late in the fourth quarter. But, hey, he came back after an IV and played the rest of the game. And I'll tell you, Stanford route didn't help the situation at all because we got burned for a touchdown. Stanford route, thank you so much. I don't know. You better step your game up, partner. Kirk Morrison did a great job, and he had 13 tackles on the day, and he was always in on the play. Very cool. Shane Leckler, I'm telling you right now, it's a Sunday punts, 66 yards. Check this punt, 70 yards, 70. And people around me in the crowd were going, how the hell does he do that? He was pinning them back every time. And then there was a 59-yarder. But I'll tell you what, every one of them was perfect. Every one of them pinned this team down. Our gunners were spectacular, special teams. Man, super thumbs up. Thomas Howard was every freaking where and put a hit on one of these guys that made him thinking about their ancestors. I'll tell you right now, he did a great job, and he was everywhere. And he was in the backfield, stopped the running back, Larry Johnson, for six yards in the backfield. Very good job. And then Sebastian Janikowski, can I say any more? One for 48 yards, and the other hefty one, <laughs> 54 yards. That's right, a 54-yard field goal. Both were absolutely necessary, and he got them without. It looked like it was easy, so easy. Greg Ellis, what a flying machine. He was sack happy with two sacks in this game and one sack the game before that gives him three on the year, and that, my friends, is a great sign. Him and Seymour are a pair that are giving havoc, <laughs> wreaking havoc over everybody. Johnson had a decent day, but still, he didn't have as good a day as he could have without these two guys, and they made it happen, that's for sure. It was a nail-biter. It was a nail-biter indeed, and I'll tell you this, leaving the, the stadium arrowhead, the Chiefs fans were truly frustrated, and the Raider fans were screaming, Raiders! All the way out to the parking lot, just like the Raider Nation. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's bring on the Broncos. Yeah! That's what I'm talking about, Raider Nation. Let's bring them Broncos on because they're talking a whole bunch of smackaroo. That's correct. You have to know this, that they think they're going to win this game, and they don't think they're going to have to play too doggone hard to do it. 
The Denver Broncos having a 2-0 head <laughs> over Oakland's 1-1 one one are boasting the AFC West's strongest defense after only allowing 13 points in the first two games against these two teams, Cincinnati and Cleveland. You think that's good? <laughs> I think that's funny. We did a great job against San Diego and almost won that game, but we just hang out a little bit short. Now, of course, Darren Sproles ran all over the place, but believe me, we had a better game than we would have otherwise, and the San Diego Chargers knew that they almost lost their ass on a Monday night, and it was no cakewalk for their asses. Now, the Denver Broncos think that they are the shit. I cannot even believe McDaniel's press conference after they won that squinker against Cincinnati on a freak pass that whoever it was uh, ran the ball in for a touchdown. Oh, my gosh. I can't even believe it. So this is what they think. It's our first division game and, and against the Raiders. You know, certainly there's been a lot of great games over the course of the years, and um, I've watched them from afar, but... Uh, It'll be great to be a part of that. Uh, it's a great atmosphere to play in. I've played there a few times in, in my career here in the NFL, and um, the fans are phenomenal there, you know, and loud and, uh, you know, make make uh, make life tough. So uh, it'll be fun. It'll be a big challenge for us. Yeah, the big thing is, is he leads the league in uh, yards per completion, which has always been kind of a trademark uh, in Oakland. Um, when they complete them, they're deep. They've got a lot of big play players, a ton of speed. You know, the one thing, too, that he's done a, a good job of last year, he hasn't turned the ball over that much. You know, eight interceptions and 370 attempts last year, I think it was. And, um, you know, he takes care of the football for them. They run the ball well. Uh, he understands that, that part of their game plan is going to be getting the ball down the field. And, uh, you know, and they won the San Diego game basically on a play like that. You know, and I'm sure that uh, he'll be ready to go on Sunday. Richard Seymour, what does he do? How does he improve the Raiders? Big, physical, um, versatile player. He'll play on the end. He'll play inside. Uh, we talked to our lineman this morning. Every one of them may have to block him at some point by themselves or maybe with, with help, you know, some way, shape, or form. But... Um, a guy that can take over a game if, you, if you're not careful. Um, very powerful, very physical. Um, a good pass rusher for a 310-pound man. He's got quickness. He's got you know speed around the edge, and then he can power you. So definitely uh, helps their, their front. You know, they've got a good front as it is. You know, a lot of big physical players. He's just like them, and, and uh, you know, I've been around him for a long time, uh, and he's definitely added something to them for sure. They have a uh, very good scheme, you know, they run a lot of the zone stuff um, and they got really good linemen that are physical and really kind of move the line of scrimmage, but the runners, uh, the runners find it. I'm telling you, McFadden, Bush, who's very underrated, he's a big man, 250 pounds, got great feet, McFadden's fast, you know, uh, Fargus, when he gets back, you know, he's the same kind of, they're all the same kind of backs, you know, dangerous every time they touch it and um, very consistent. They're going to run it, you know, and keep running it and keep running it and keep running it. So the challenge is we got to play good run defense every play. We can't take a play off because they'll hit it. Now, I could tell you they're going to put nine in the box all day long because we are, quite honestly, a not good passing team. 
We're 24th in scoring in the NFL and 29th in total offense. Ugh. Denver's number one defense was tested by Carson Palmer. Big deal. And Brady Quinn, who hasn't showed shit, who cares? Now, Jamarcus Russell is not that good of a quarterback unless he really wants to be, which I'm hoping he's going to really want to be against the Broncos because he's had a good game against them before. I'm just hoping he can wake up and smell the doggone coffee, and maybe they should give Russell a cup of freaking coffee before the goddamn game. Now, our run defenses are pretty doggone equal. But I think that the Raiders can blow through these guys without any problem. They only allowed Cleveland 56 yards and Cincinnati 76, but neither team have half the depth at running back and their offensive line are definitely not as good. And I'll tell you that straight up as the Oakland Raiders. I think Denver's mistake is they're going to think they can stop that run all game. They may stop it early, but they're not going to stop it often enough And McFadden is going to have a record day, especially catching passes out of the backfield. Because I do think Jabusto, Jamarcus, Jamoney, you call it like you see it, is going to have to step up to win this game. And this is our chance to take the West. This is it. This is the one. They talk a lot about the Denver defense being able to stop the Oakland run and not worrying about the Oakland pass. Well, booyah, there's the answer to the game. I can guarantee you the Oakland Raiders will throw the ball. But here's one thing that the Denver Broncos aren't ready for. That's Greg Ellis and Richard Seymour. Both additions to the defense will cause the Broncos great problems, especially Kyle Orton that can be indecisive and very sack-prone when it comes to serious pressure. I hope our defense continues to push him and push him until we break him. I know our secondary can hold back with Chris Lawson and, of course, Enamdi back there. We should be able to hold them back, and Huff might get a pick or two out of this guy because he'll be pressured from, from the line. I expect the Oakland Raiders to win this game strictly on defense, as everyone else has the Broncos winning this game on their defense. Not so, Joe. I say the Oakland Raiders come up and victorious. Jamarcus Russell, this is his only game. He needs to prove it. This is the game title of the AFC West. I want you to know that right now. This is the game that's going to make it or break for the Oakland Raiders in the West. We need to beat the Broncos and take them out of momentum and beat two, two AFC West opponents in a row, having the three-game AFC West uh, beat-a-thon, whatever you want to call it, in a row. We could get two out of three, and that would be great for our record going forward. If we want to make the playoffs, yes, I said playoffs. And yes, I mean with Russell. Because it's totally possible if this kid gets it together and plays like he does the last minute of the game throughout the entire game, then we could have one hell of a team, and that's the spark we need. And I hope and pray that somewhere he finds leadership in his soul and it comes to the surface and it gets this team fired up to win this goddamn game. We need this game bad, and Denver needs it more. So I just see that the Oakland Raiders at home are a much better pick, and I think the offense will show up this game, and I think we're going to start playing some goddamn good football again at home. It's time, and I think the team knows it. I know the coach knows it. The coaching staff, everybody's aware of the Raider Nation, and we're going to go there big, and we're going to celebrate big, And we're going to get down big against the Denver Broncos.
because I hate the fucking Broncos. <laughs> Pardon my French. Bad the bone. We have the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. You guys have been doing great. Great calls. You got them just about right time. You know, not too long, not too short, just right. And I want to thank you for calling in because you have to listen to the Radar Nation. So who is the first caller of the day? We have another first-time caller. This one's quite interesting. I want you to pay very close attention to Radar Enzo. Hey, Raider Greg. This is Raider Enzo in Seattle. I'm a first-time caller. I never followed the Raiders before, ever, ever, until Monday night. Let me tell you what it's all about. Uh, I gave up on the NFL. I've been riding my brother in Ohio. I've had it with these clowns and these uh, Brett Favre and these babies. I feel like I'm watching The View, so I've given up. I gave up on it. I thought, okay, I'll go with college only. And, uh, but then I'm, I graduated from Ohio State, and they're fucked up. And they've got this guy with a sweater and a clipboard. He doesn't know shit. The team has gone downhill. I have a flag. I fly up here in Seattle when Ohio State plays. Last four years or so, I put my flag up, and then I take it down at night because I'm embarrassed to be seen. I can't take it anymore. So then that brings us to Monday night football with the Chargers. I'm watching this game. I'm flipping through the channels because I've had it with all of it. And then I see these Raiders. I see this fat quarterback, and he's kind of scrappy. They look like they're playing on a vacant lot. I'm saying, what's going on here? I'm seeing hits, crushing hits. It reminds me of when I was at Ohio State, Jack Tatum and the boys up for murder for playing football. And now that was that was when Ohio State was something and and. I associate that with the Raiders in the past, and I've seen this Jack Tatum thing happening. So I'm watching, and I'm watching this quarterback. He's going downfield and getting blocks, knocking DBs on their ass. I'm saying, what the hell? I'm going to have to email my brother. What is this shit? So I keep watching, and uh, then I see the refs take away a perfectly good touchdown. I mean, I got HD. I got a 50-inch plasma here. I I want... There's no way that's not a touchdown. And so the refs are taking that. So so the man's working against them. So I said, shit. And then it looks like Halloween in the stands. I said, I am down. (laughs) I've got my new team. (laughs) I don't even know about these guys. Last time I heard about these guys was the old days when they used to kick ass. But I don't care whether they're kicking ass or not. I like their scrappy play. And I, I felt a spirit, like a comeback spirit. I think something's going to be happening. And I'm down with this. So I'm in the Raider Nation. I went. I got a hat today. I went to the mall and got a fucking Raider stocking hat. I told my wife, I'm in the Raider Nation. <laughs> so that's, that's what's happening. I don't care if they lose all their games. I sort of liked what I saw. It reminded me of vacant lot football when we were kids. Scrappy. It's kind of shitty. The QB... One thing about him, he looks where he's going to throw the ball, not so good. I, I was a wideout when, you know, when I played ball. I wouldn't want the QB looking at me the whole time I'm running my pattern because some safety's going to fucking kill me. 
That's the only flaw I saw on that deal. But go Raiders! Well, it takes all kinds to make up the Raider Nation. Not all Raider Nation fans, not all of the nation was born into the Raiders. Some found it later on, some found it late in life. But regardless of how you get here, regardless of how you buy your first Raider hat, I would be freaking proud as hell to see someone that changed and made the team, and here we go. Because we're not doing anything now. This guy is Raider Nation. And uh, I think we got another fan. It's always good to welcome in the new Raider Nation. Because that's what it's all about, man. Being a fan, it's about everything. And uh, I hope you can make it down to the Coliseum, Enzo, and see a game at home. Because if you think you like the team and the fans now, you ain't going to believe it. It's going to freak you out. All right, who's next? We have always Big Daddy on the line. That's a great that's a great handle, brother. What you got to say, man? What's going on, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is always Big Daddy. I was calling about the game Monday night. Um, Jay Russ getting a lot of uh, flack for his performance, but he did throw two touchdowns, one of them we got robbed from. And if you think about it, Darius Haywood Bay, our first-round draft pick, dropped two catchable balls in that game. And John Lee Higgins also dropped another ball. So he could have been 50%. He's still young. He didn't play his uh, rookie year. So get off Jay Russ. Um, it's still early in the season. Our defense was tenacious. They came out there, they put their hats on people, and I just don't understand why we got soft later on in the game. I agree with you um, on when you said that we should just go out there, not get soft, and just continue the game. Thanks. Always Big Daddy. I know, but I, I hope this was before the Chiefs game because – if this was after the Chiefs game, we'd have some issues. You gotta, you gotta believe, man, that he blew that game. <laughs> he was terrible, and then he came back and won it. What can you freaking say other than you got to be on the edge of your freaking seat all game? No, he should be making more completions, and you know that, and I know that, and he's gonna get the heat for it. But we got to support him. He just got to get it together because he's got everything it takes to be a superstar in this league. Thanks for the call, brother. We have the upstate New York Raider. What you got to say, brother? Hey, Raider Greg. It's the upstate New York Raider. New to the cast. Been listening for a couple weeks now. Loving it. It's good to have some Raider fans that I can commiserate with in the bad days and celebrate with in the good days. Love the way we played those Chargers. The rest had to go and take it away from us again like they do in the tuck rules and every other crappy game, the, the immaculate, immaculate redemption, whatever you want to call that one. But now we're taking on the Chiefs. It's 10 a.m. East Coast time right now. I'm getting fired up, getting ready to go watch my, your, our Raiders kick the living shit out of the condiments. Extra for Castle. Go ahead, play today. You go ahead and play today, Castle, and see your ex-teammate Richard Seymour stomp on you all day long. You play today, Castle, be your last game of the season. 
that's all. Just wanted to chime in and say thanks for keeping us entertained, getting that Raider talk out there. We appreciate it, Raider Greg. It is the upstate New York Raider saying, let's go, Raiders. Let's kick the crap out of those chefs. I like the passion. You had it. We were all feeling the same way. We got the W, though, man. But it's good. Listen to him, man. Listen, he's upstate New York. He's getting heat from the Jets and the Giant fans. That's very hostile territory. Good call, man. Keep him coming. It's a Raider Nation. You got to love it. Uh-oh. We have the Surface Raider from the UK, man. And this guy has flipped out. Check it out. Third quarter. I don't know whether to kill myself or Jamarcus Russell, but I know I'd like to fucking start. I can't believe this. There must be somebody out there who can spend $60 million and throw a fucking football. Because so far, we've got the wrong one. Get Greg Kowski on the field. Now, surface Raider, I'm out. No, that ain't going to happen, brother. Greg Kowski ain't coming in unless Russell gets hurt, which is very possible. But that's the only way it's going to happen. They're going to give Russell every opportunity to make it happen. And I think they should because I don't have any excuses if we ever have to get rid of his ass. I want him to play, and then if they see it's not happening, then get rid of him. That's what I'm saying. Thanks for the call. I feel your pain, brother. I was watching it. I was there. Who's next? We have Raider Eric from L.A. Los Angeles. What you got to say, man? Hey, what's up? This is Eric from L.A. And uh, I just want to say Sunday's win. Man, it's pretty pathetic when you're more impressed with the loss that we had on Monday night than we are with the win. Either way, Raiders side die. Peace. I say that probably tells everyone's story. I see you're right on target with that. Uh, I think the entire nation's behind that entire statement, brother. Thanks for the call, man. All right, who's next? We have the Pennsylvania Raider. What you got to say, man? Raider Nation, what is up? This is the Pennsylvania Raider. Just got done watching the game. You know, I'm really glad that I saw Jamarcus make the game-winning drive. That's really great. But I got to tell you, the rest of the game, he sucked. He couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. He couldn't score with a $2 hooker the whole fucking game. But, you know, I'm glad that they got a win. What happened to Michael Huff? This guy's like a fucking stud. Three interceptions in the fucking season already. Go Raiders! Go Raiders! Unbelievable. I'd like to give a shout-out to, like, the Raider Greg and everybody. I know you're uh, uh, Kansas City. Man, I fucking like when wish I was there. And now my boy, my Raider Chris, got something to say. Go Raiders! Yeah, let it out, brother. Let all that frustration out because you're going to have to suck it up just like Jamarcus is going to have to suck it up because he's our quarterback, brother. And I know he sucked that game, and let's just hope that he can pull it out and do something against the Bronco Hose. That's what we got to do, man. That's all you can do. Let it go. All right, who's next? We have Raider Jake in Iowa. Tell us what you think, brother. What's up, Raider Nation? This is Raider Jake out in Iowa. Boy, tell you what, guys. We got treated to a heck of a game on Sunday. Came out with a win against the Chiefs. I don't know how we did it because they beat us in pretty much every part of the game, what I saw. They had more yards, more first downs, more everything, but... Hey, 
team didn't give up. They pulled through, just like I said last week. They didn't quit, and they still got the heart. I'm really proud of the way they played. And I just want to say, Greg, Randy, Juan Jorge, Nebraska Raider Brandon, man, I had a great time with you guys out there. You made my first Raider game an awesome experience. I hope we can do it again sometime. This is Raider Jake in Iowa. I'm out. What a great time indeed. We had a great time too. It was great to meet you and go to the game and just having the whole Raider Nation there from the east and the west and the south and the north in the Midwest, if you know what I'm talking about. It was great, great times, and your hospitality was awesome. Thank you. All right, who's next? We have an anonymous caller. Feeling good after the W. What you got to say, man? Hey, what's up, Raider Gay? What's up, Raider Nation? Just feeling good after the W out in Kansas City, hosted territory. It was close, but we came out with the win. Very happy about that. And I know that you yourself, Raider Greg, and a bunch of the people out in the Raider Nation are going to kill Jamarcus again. But you know what? When the money's on the table, final drive, he put us in a position to win two weeks in a row. So until a mistake of his, interception, fumble, whatever, directly cost the game, you know, I'm going to have to stick it out with him and, you know, back him up. He's our quarterback for now, so everybody talking about let's get rid of him, he could kick back with that, I guess. But anyway, go Raiders. I agree 100%, man. We, he's the man. I, I could bitch about him, and I do, and I'm going to. But he is still the man, and I still think he can do it. I just can't wait. I know. You have to wait sometimes. But man, it is tough, and you know it's tough. Don't tell me you don't think it is. So we got to wait. He's the man. I hope he turns it around. So does the whole Raider Nation. All right. Who's next? We have a great caller. Raider Sid from Moval. Let it down, Pada. I know you can do it. <laughs> Let's hear it. What the fuck? This is Raider Sid from Moval, Rancho Belago. We got our asses handed to us, but we came out with a fucking win. I guess that's payback for last week's fuck up. All right, the only thing I got to say is, Jamarcus, you got to get your shit together. We lost to San Diego because of you, and we won in KC in spite of you. Dude, you could be the biggest fucking stud in the NFL if you fucking put your mind to it. Dude, they're giving you the easiest passes to throw. Fucking make them. you got to hit those fucking receivers. I know they're fucking rookies, but Jesus Christ. Pull your head up, brother. This is the fucking Raider Nation. I want to see you fucking succeed. All right? I like Greg Kowski, but I don't want him in there. I want you to fucking lead this fucking team into the goddamn playoffs. Come on. Everybody, fucking get it together. Let's go into fucking the black hole next week and fuck up the Broncos. That's it. I'm out. That's the shit, man. That's a fucking chant. That's a cheer. I love it. Great call. Because it just tells it like it is. Jamarcus, come on, brother. you just killing us. I can feel it, brother. We all feel it. Thanks for the call, man. All right, who's next? We have Johnny Rada. Let's hear it, man. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, and the rest of the Raider Nation. Feels great to finally come away with the victory against those Kansas City Queefs, taking them three times straight now at their home. Nothing feels better. The running game looked pretty good, of course. 
Bush is looking more and more like an animal, man. That guy's just a hard-nosed, straight-up runner. You, you come hit me, and I'm going to hit you even harder. Love the way that guy runs. McFadden looks good. Jamarcus needs to step it up, man. We keep saying it. We need to get some receivers out there to kind of help him out, but he needs to be more accurate instead of trying to just drill that ball into that receiver. Offensive line, it looked like Gallagher went out late in the fourth. Curious to see what that was all about. Nandi didn't play most of that second half. Uh, Michael Huff, what an amazing athlete, man. That guy was just closing on the ball like a missile today. Had those picks, definitely stepped it up today. Wasn't a very nice win, but a win's a win, and we'll take it. Johnny Raider, I'm out. Nice take in the game. That's exactly right. Uh, Huff was an animal, and Jamarcus, well, we know about that. Uh, you know what, man? Nation's, nation's strong. It's uh, The fans sound good. You guys sound pumped. I like your takes. I can just tell we're all right on the edge. We want to get them hoes and beat them hoes, man. That's a game we have to have, and you know that. Thanks for the call, brother. We have Gorilla Radar. Man, he's excited, too. Let's hear this cat. Raider Nation, what's good? This is Gorilla Raider. Marcus Van with a motherfucking W, baby. Punk-ass Kansas City, man. That's what I'm talking about. Defense is holding us down. Jamarcus Russell, you're sucking it up, but you came through at the end when it counts, baby. You got us a W. I appreciate that. Get your shit together, and we can be a playoff fucking team. Yeah, I said it. Gorilla motherfucking Raider said it. If Jamarcus Russell plays like he played on that last drive, we are making the fucking playoffs because our defense is that shit right now. They, 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 they slacked up when they started doing that little weak-ass linebacker drawback shit. I don't know what that is. But other than that, man, they played a damn good. And Jamarcus... Like I said, he had some confidence in the last drive, and he drove the fucking ball, kept it down. And he had some nice-ass throws in there, man. Oh, I'm so glad they won, dude. I was at damn Buffalo Wild Wings in Georgia. Nobody had no Raider fans out here. I almost had to punk this little-ass kid, like 13. Little Chief fan in there talking shit. Yeah, he did walk out the back door when we won because I was all in that grill. I was the last motherfucker in there watching that one little small-ass TV that they had the Raider game on. And I held that shit down. And so did the motherfucking Raiders. That's what I'm talking about. Raider Nation, I'm out. One and one. Let's keep it going. Peace out. Well, man, we do have a defense, and if our offense could keep our defense resting, then we could have a hell of a team. You're right. If Jamarcus gets it together, we all know it. That's the missing link, man. We got to get that guy. We got to get that guy together. He's got to get it together, man. Raider Sid said it. Get it together. That's what I'm talking about. Thanks for the call, brother. Your friend and mine, the New York, Tommy Rader. Well, you got to say, man, long time now, so you got to get your ass to Oakland. Hopefully, we can start winning, and you can come for a winning season. I'd like to see that happen. Well, maybe this year, man. Let's see. Michael Hoff, welcome to the Raider Nation. Holy shit, this is Tommy, New York Raider. I just want to say I'm not too excited about the game. I'm excited about the victory. Played piss poor. Michael Huff, finally, finally. Took you a little while, but you finally showing you can play. It's about time. Jamarcus Russell now, on the other hand. What, what the hell is that? The guy can't complete a pass for shit. Then all of a sudden, in the fourth quarter, he looks like he's Joe Namath, bro. I couldn't believe what I just saw. Unfreaking real. Unreal. I'll take it. We should have won last week. Could have made an excuse for us losing this week. 
but we pull it off. I'll take I'll take a victory any way we can get it. Jamarcus Russell, though, man, yo, you got to start hitting these freaking receivers. How, how do you overthrow a screen pass? I don't know, man. This guy, this, this guy, he's got it. He's just got to calm down. Stop with the happy feet in the pocket. You know, another thing, Greg Ellis. Uh, I mean, people might have forgot. Yo, this was a this is a good acquisition for our team too. He's getting at the quarterback. I mean, Simo might might be overshadowing, but yo, Greg Ellis. I'm fucking pumped. I'm sorry. Go Raiders. Yeah, that's right, man. Michael Huff, we were ready to throw him on the heap. We are ready to get rid of him. This is his last year, if you guys remember, man. Everyone was saying it, man. This is his last chance. And Namdi said it first. He is a changed man, and sure enough, man, he's come out on fire. And yeah, well, you know, Jamarcus, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Gradkowski is not the answer. I don't want to see him out there. I want to see Jamarcus just continue to get developed and be better every game. Even if he's like starting to sputter a little bit and be real good in some games, this is the game he needs to be good at. We got to break the hose. We got to break him down, man. All right, who's next? All right, now we have one of the great callers here, of course. The man, the traveling man now, Juan. Hooray! What's up, fellas? This is Juan Jorge calling in. Man, it wasn't pretty, and I sure as hell didn't expect it, but we won. The Raiders came away with the W, and that's all I care about. It was beautiful. Raider Nation showed up. The experience was unlike any other. It felt like the Raider Nation took over. Um, <laughs> I mean, just after we won, as uh, you know, the, all the fans are walking out of the stadium. All you heard was Raiders. That's all you heard in that stadium. Their fans were stunned. They were shocked. They were pale. They looked like Casper, all of them. It was a great experience. Um, and what better people to go with than Raider Greg and Randy. Appreciate everything you guys do and for letting me tag along with you guys. Definitely wouldn't have been the same without you guys. Um, you know, as for the game itself, well, Jamarcus, well, <laughs> everyone knows where he's at. Um, he needs to do better. Or we're not going to win any more games, but we shall see this coming up Sunday against the Broncos. Um, I can't wait to go back and to the Coliseum. Um, and yeah, it was a good meeting everybody, uh, especially Brandon. That guy's a cool ass dude. Um, and just seeing the Raider Nation go wild as Darren McFadden scored a touchdown. Well, that's all I got to say about that. This is one Jorge, and I'm out. You could tell by his voice, man, he'd had it. He left everything there. I'll tell you, that game was fantastic. It was absolutely incredible. And when we won, the crowd was just stunned. And I mean stunned. It looked like everybody had been hit with a taser. <laughs> Oh. 
I couldn't believe it. I kept asking, was that the last play? Was that the last play? It's our ball. It's our ball. No shit, man. I could not believe it. And Randy's mouth was wide open. I turned around looking at him. He was just standing there with his mouth wide open going, what just happened? He's looking up at the scoreboard. <laughs> Woo! First and 10 Raiders from the I don't have to keep looking at the scoreboard to make sure we're ahead. <laughs> what a game. Great time, huh? Yeah, I know. That's why you guys got to get out to a game away from the Coliseum. But get to the Coliseum first. You got to be home. Nothing like home game in the Coliseum in the black hole. Well, Raider Nation, that's it for this show. Let's go beat the hoes. I can't wait to be at that game. We will be there. Check it out. And, uh, well, we got to kick some ass. This is Raider Greg, and I am out. We do the pump all the way to Kansas City. I hate the Chargers and the Broncos. Buck them down, buck them down. That's how it goes. Back in my hood, and I'm all raided up. Throwing up my click, because I don't give a what. We do the pump City to city, we do the wrong wrong. Straight 51, 50, we do the wrong wrong. This is gangsta on mine, we do the wrong wrong. I'm a raider for life, we do the wrong wrong. From city to city, we do the wrong wrong. Straight 51, 50, we do the wrong wrong. This is gangsta on mine, we do the wrong wrong. I'm a raider for life. This song is for you, crazy ass raider fans. Acting 51, 50 with some heat in your hand, you do the wrong wrong. Silver and black, you do the wrong wrong. When we whooping that tailgate party, I'm all drunk, busting freestyle out the back of my trunk. Yeah, I drink Budweiser and shave my head and got a Raider Shield tattooed on my head. To my Raiders over here, Raiders over there, throw your ones in the air. To my OG Raiders, like Marcus Allen, it's your song. What's up, Howie Long? They probably won't play this on the radio. 